Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Thanks for calling the Kids Edition. Hi, Daisy. Hello. Hi, Daisy. How did you go? Did you get a kick? Yeah, I got a goal. <gasps> the Kids Edition with Daisy Pierce on SEM. Brought to you by the Booster Tag, a new safety icon for kids under 145 centimetres tall. Good morning and welcome to another round of the Kids Edition. Looking forward to a bumper show today. We've got a big special guest, the chief of the best defence in the land. It's Jake Lever from the Melbourne Footy Club who's going to join us later in the show to tell us how his season's going, where he first fell in love with footy and, and how he worked his way into the, the top league and also share some tips with, with us and anyone else who loves their footy and, and is hoping to, to play for a very, very long time. So looking forward to chatting to Jake but of course, first, we like talking to you. So if you're out there and you want to get involved in the show and tell me what's happening in your footy world, you may be back playing. There's a few more kids back playing this week with the country leagues all back and running this weekend. But for the Metro kids, those in Melbourne, we've got to wait one more, hopefully just one more. So if you're playing, give me a call, 1300-736-736. Tell me who you're up against, what you're looking forward to, what you missed about again, how you're going to get out and practice or what you're doing instead to fill your weekend and get your footy fixed. You might be watching your AFL team, going for a kick in the park. Whatever it is, I would love to hear from you. one 736 736 Everyone who calls wins prizes. That's our promise. And I'll make sure I get to everyone who calls as well. So the prizes you'll get, the official AFL Select Footy Stars collector cards for serious collectors, big and small. And also, if you're under 145 centimetres tall, you'll get a T-shirt from the TAC brought to you by the Booster Tag, which is a new safety icon for kids who are under 145 centimetres tall. And it's all about keeping you safe in cars. So... Give us a call. Prizes galore. We've got them all stacked up, ready to send out to anyone who contributes to our show and shares with us some good footy chat. The other one, if you want to send through a milestone, there might be a country footy milestone or interstate. I shouldn't forget our interstate listeners. We get plenty of those from as far as Townsville and Darwin and all over the place. So one three hundred seven three six seven three six. You're all welcome. And on the text as well, if there's a milestone, 0433981116. 0433981116. If you want to message through a shout-out to somebody who's playing in a big game or has done something inspirational or spectacular, I'd love to hear it and we'll read it out on the program too. They might be able to hear their name called out as they're driving into footy or heading down to the park or whatever it is that you're doing. The Kids Edition and the kids have lined up. Nice and quickly to have a chat with me. And it's Arthur in Malvern East first. Hi, Arthur. Hi, Daisy. Do I know your brother, Ned? Yes, he <laughs> called you last week. I thought he did. Hey, it's great to have you on the show. I don't think you've called and spoken to us before, have you? 
No, this is my first time. Well, good on you for having being brave and picking up the phone and getting involved. I'm going to send you out some prizes for doing just that. What have you got for me? What do you want to tell me? Do you barrack for the D's as well? Yes. Um, I I thought they played really well in the footy game um yesterday night because they just they just tried their hardest to win and Lions and Dad went. Go, go for Lions and he kicked Lions and Lions lost so he was a bit sad but me, Ned, Mum and George all go for these and we kept these. <laughs> so the family rivalry game this week, the D's versus the Lions and it was Dad who was left a bit flat because the Lions got done but you're right Arthur, the D's were very good, they tried hard and do you know what I liked is that the Lions came out really hot and they kicked the first few goals, but the D's didn't give up, did they? No. Who's your favourite Demons player? Um, My favourite is Neville, but if Neville Jack is not playing, my favourite player is Angus Brayshaw. Oh, very good choices. Neville Jetta. Yeah, he's been a bit in and out this year as some of the new young defenders come through, but he's always a good competitor whenever he goes out there and just a good man too and I think he's doing a lot of work to help teach the younger players as well so that's always good yeah. and Angus Brayshaw has been playing really well hasn't he? Mm, he's been playing so well. He has. Hey are you going to go out and have a kick today with Ned and George and mum and dad? Yes I think so but yesterday I I did a really big kick to kick, and and I set up some goals, and I kicked lots and lots of them through the, those two bamboo sticks, and they were the goals. So you've set up some bamboo goals? Yes. I like it. it. That's a great idea fun. for everyone. Oh, that's good. Kicking goals through the bamboo sticks sounds fun to me too. Good on you, Arthur. Hey, I'm going to send you out some prizes, some footy cards and a T-shirt, a booster tag T-shirt are coming your way. Thanks so much for kicking off the show and have a good day. I will. Thanks, Daisy. My pleasure. Good start from Arthur. A big D's fan. Lovely to hear from him. He liked how the D's just tried hard all night and his favourite player is Angus Brayshaw. Brayshaw. Good on you, Arthur. All right, Ham... Hampton, we're going next, and it's Hugo. Hi, Hugo. Hi. How are you going? Thanks for calling the Kids Edition. Are you a footy player? Yes. Who do you play for? Hampton Rovers. Ah, so you have to have a week off this week again? Yes. Well, we're all hoping that it gets back up and running next week, and feels like it will. Yes. What do you love about footy, Hugo? Um, kicking goals. <laughs> kicking goals. Nothing like kicking a goal. I know. I know we're meant to say having fun and playing with my teammates, but, oh, the feeling of kicking a goal. It's pretty special, isn't it? <laughs> Who do yeah. you barrack for? Brisbane. Do you have a favourite player? Joe Danaher. Oh, Joe. He's exciting to watch, isn't he? 
yeah. He he likes kicking goals as well, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> are you going to have some – what are you going to do to practice if today? No footy, but uh, what, what can you do instead? I can play footy outside with my brother. Oh, lucky you got a brother to kick with, <laughs> an extra teammate at home when there's no footy. That's perfect. What's the weather like in Melbourne? Is it rainy or a good day for a kick outside? Um, it's a bit overcast. bit overcast. Good footy weather. I mean, the answer to that is everything's good footy weather, isn't it? Even if it is rainy. <laughs> Hey, what did you think of the Lions on Friday night? Mm, They were good in the first half, but lost. Yeah. It was two very good teams, and I think they'll both be right up there at the end, won't they? But, yep, the Ds just edged them out. But it was good to see Lockie Neal back out there. Yes, it was. And I tell you who's very, very good, and he's improving almost every time, Zach Bailey. Have you noticed yeah. him? She said, have you noticed him? Yes, I have. Well, he was hard to miss on Friday, wasn't he? He kicked four goals, didn't he? I, yes. <laughs> hey, Hugo, thanks for calling the show. Really appreciate you getting involved and always love hearing from you. So I'm going to send you out some prizes. you got the Booster Tag T-shirt coming your way from the TAC and also a big stack of footy cards. I think you had 100 footy cards posted out to you thank you thanks for calling and making the show thanks hugo in hampton there lions fan in hampton i should have asked why and how but maybe an old fitzroy connection or maybe just likes the lions they've been a very good team so definitely not questioning it (laughs) olive from richmond is next hi olive hi Thanks for calling the show. And if anyone else wants to, one three hundred seven three six seven three six is the number to call. Olive is a big Collingwood supporter, are you? Yes, I am. So you'd be happy they had the big win over the Crows yesterday? Yes, and I'm more happy that they got a goal because we get a donut now. Ah, that's right. The special deal. Every day costs goal, you get a donut. So tell me, what's going to happen... When Collingwood, because I hear there's another Dacos coming through the draft. Josh Dacos has a brother called Nick. So you're going to double your donut chances next year, I reckon. Yes. <laughs> have you have you read the fine print with mum and dad and, and seen whether it applies to any Dacos that plays or is it only Josh? Um, both. Whoa, it's going to be raining donuts soon. Yeah. Hey, give us a, that's a good one, actually. A good topic, Olive, that you've raised. Olive from Richmond gets a donut every time Josh Dacos kicks a goal. Do you get one for every goal or just one if he kicks one? One for every goal. All right. So that's a good little family tradition and a good deal that she has with her mum and dad. A donut for every Josh Dacos goal. If you have some funny little deal like that in your family, we would love to hear it here on the Kids Edition. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 What flavour donut did you get? Important question. I normally get the custard filled donut. 
Ooh, yum. And if we're at the game, we get um, a hot jam donut. Oh, yeah, you've got to go the hot jam donut at the game. That's tradition, isn't it? Hey, do you play footy, Olive, as well? No, I'm used to, though. What happened? Just moved on to a different sport for a while. I moved on to play hockey. Fair enough. As long as you're still running around and having fun with your team, that's all that matters. And mm-hmm. then, then you could always come back to footy another time, I suppose. We'd love to have you back in, in footy. And playing hockey isn't the worst thing. It kind of does keep practicing some of the footy things. There's been some good hockey players become good footballers, especially in AFLW. Cool. There was a there was a girl called Ash Utry who played at the Western Bulldogs who started off in hockey, then came to the Bulldogs, won a premiership in the AFLW, but now she's gone back to hockey because she plays for Australia. Very cool. That might be you one day. Maybe. You never, never know. And in the meantime, as long as you're having fun and getting donuts because Josh and Nick Dacos are kicking goals, life will be good. Yeah. What do you think the pies changed yesterday to have a big win? Um, they didn't kick the ball back to the opponent's goal them. them. Last time. Oh, because they were. They were they were sort of chipping it around and going a bit slow. You reckon they played a bit faster this week and, and took it forward? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tried to kick more goals. That's and Jamie very... Alley got six goals. He did, including the winning goal, wasn't it? He it got six goals. At... Oh, it was awesome. Pretty impressive given it was his first game back after a broken leg. And that's what he... That's what he was able to do. I want to know what he's been training when he's been waiting to get back out and play. Maybe that's what I need to do with my sore knee. Maybe. <laughs> Good on you, Olive. I'm glad you've got a donut. I'm glad the pies had a win. And I'm glad you're enjoying your hockey. But you're always welcome back to footy as well. Thank you. Daisy. My pleasure. My pleasure, Olive. We're going to send you out some prizes. You've got the T-shirt from the booster tag and the TAC coming your way and also the footy cards from the official select AFL Select Footy Stars collector cards for serious collectors, big and small. More callers coming up after this, one 736 And also later in the show, we're going to talk to Jake Lever from the Melbourne Footy Club, which we're all looking forward to. The Kids Edition with Daisy Pearce. Brought to you by the Booster Tag, a new safety icon for kids under 145 centimetres tall. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. Plenty happening today. We had Olive tell us that every time Josh Dacos kicks a goal for the Pies, she gets a donut. That's the deal. Three goals, three donuts. That's how it works. I'd love to hear from you if you have something similar in your family. One three hundred seven three six seven three six is the number to call if you want to share one of the funny deals or traditions that happen around footy in your family. Mine, oh, I've got a couple. They weren't necessarily deals, but if I and don't take any ideas from this. Sorry, parents in advance. But if when I was a kid, if I didn't get my way, we were big Carlton supporters, and if I if Dad wouldn't let me go and play at my friend's house or go to 
this party or do what I want, basically. I'd tell him I was going to go and barrack for West Coast. That was that was the biggest threat I could think of to try and get my way. Didn't always work. I had some success with it, but yep, that was that was where I went. Um, and oh, one other little tradition that I'll share on a Friday night, Friday night footy, when we were living out in Eltham when we were all kids, and I had a brother either side of me living there. We'd sometimes go down at halftime, go down to the local service station get an ice cream and have a kick of the footy in the lights out the back of the service station where it was like Friday night footy with the lights on. That was one of our other traditions. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. if you've got one. Olives is better. They were my poor excuses for, for traditions. Olives was way better. But if you've got one, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Quick one off the SMS. Zion in bright. Can't play footy today but... We'll be kicking the sock footy around at home with Dad. Good on you, Zion. Good to hear. And thanks for listening. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you want to call, Reuben from Darwin has done just that. G'day, Reuben. Hi, Daisy. Now, you, we've, you we've... Yeah, go. You've got one. You were asking about traditions, right? Um, so, every, every Brisbane game... When Pipwood gets the ball, like, and he's lining up to kick a goal, Dad, like, closes his eyes. Mum sings this song. It's, Pipwood, Pipwood, he's my man. If no one can kick it, no one can. <laughs> I love it, Ruben. Oh, that's fantastic. These are the ones we want to hear. I love these. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. That's a beauty. There's another tradition that we have every grand final day. Dad tries to uh, squeeze into a ten-year-old size St Kilda jumper. <laughs> Is it getting harder and harder as the years go on? <laughs> yeah, very. <laughs> Where did the St Kilda jumper come from? Oh, uh, it was one of ours, I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> and how did this start? Dad started just—I don't know. I don't know really. <laughs> Oh, that's the best bit about it. Nobody knows when and why and how. It's just it's just what he does. Every grand final day, Ruben's dad tries to squeeze into a 10-year-old St Kilda jumper. I love it. Hey, but Ruben, we need photo evidence. If you could send that through. <laughs> dad might okay. be saying, no, 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 in the background. But if you, can, if you can get your hands on some photo evidence and share it to SEN, I'd love to see it. Okay. What did you think okay. of the Lions on Friday? Your mum's Hipwood song didn't really help, did it? No, it didn't. One goal scored <laughs> for Hipwood. It wasn't. It was, we, my dad actually said after the game, we, I, I thought we had it, like, by half-time. It was like, yeah, that, we thought it was over. They but, looked rock solid at half-time, didn't they? Pressure was good. They were dangerous yeah, going forward. Good. Hipwood was marking pretty well, although he didn't kick that straight, but he looked like yeah. he was dangerous kind of had all the makings of a win but to melbourne's credit they just came out and lifted the intensity and got back on top didn't they yeah does it make you worry oh you go you go i cut you off where we kicked one or two goals and they kicked five goals in a quarter so they they were bidding us in that yeah just piled it on i think that was the third wasn't it ah yeah 
Does it make you worried for the Lions later in the year? Does it start making you think, oh, I don't think we can win it, or are you still confident? No, I'm still confident. Like, losing, especially to teams like that, is a good thing. Because then we can learn and come back, back bigger and better next to them. And, like, Melbourne are, the top, Melbourne are the top team. They've only lost one game. Um, so, yeah, it's, I reckon we can beat everyone else in this conference. I reckon we can beat them as well. But once it comes to finals, anything can happen. I'm with you. I wouldn't be getting too worried about the Lions. I reckon you're right. And it's like you said, it's not always a bad thing to, to learn. If we're going to get beaten, where are we going to fall down? It's not a bad thing to learn that. Now in round yeah. 12, and so you Mel- have time to work on it. Yeah, yeah. And Melbourne have won a lot, so they're going to fall down eventually. They can't keep winning like this. Maybe, maybe. You just never know. I think Lions, because they've had some good finals experience in recent years too, they'll... They'll sort of know what to expect come finals. So they're yeah. going to be right in the mix, I think. Out of curiosity, other... yeah, who is go. your favourite player? Who is my favourite player right now? Yeah. Well, I've got a few favourites. AFLW, one of my, oh, my probably my favourite player and favourite teammate just because of how consistent she is and how hard she works is Karen Paxman. Have, have, do you watch much AFLW? Uh, I don't. I don't want watch much of it, but I've heard of the name. She's that one with that stinking mullet <laughs> haircut. <laughs> it's. She won't mind me saying that. I've said it to her before. She's got a, a rotten mullet, but she's good at footy. And over the first five seasons of footy, I I think. I mean, there's been some tremendous players and seasons, but like Aaron Phillips and Emma Carney, Maddie Prasparkas. But I think for consistency over the the whole five seasons of history of AFLW, Karen Paxman's probably been the best uh, across all five seasons. And she just gets better and better every year and is awesome to play with. So she's my favourite player. And then... What about the AFL footy. I love... I've always loved Joel Selwood. Love the way he plays. When I, I used to play in the midfield and I I kind of tried to model yeah. my game off him. I loved how he played and, and also how he leads his team as the captain. I love Clayton Oliver from the D's. Yeah, yeah, for a young too. young player, he's just since just always been so tough and clean at picking up the ball, always under a lot of pressure. And I think until probably this year, he was underrated. He's gotten better again this year, but I think he's been underrated for a pretty yeah. long time. Yeah, I reckon. Who's your? Who are your <laughs> favourites? Oh. Obviously, you from the ASLW. Um, oh, Ruben. Thanks, mate. Uh, <laughs> in, oh, double footy AFL... cards coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in the in the AFL, I reckon um, Joe Danaher, maybe Dane Zorko, um, Clayton, Ol- Clayton Oliver, I really like. Um uh, Mitch Robinson. He's, oh, yes, he's I love Mitch so Robinson too. He's so much energy to the game. Yeah, I love Mitch as well. Good good choices. Yeah. Joe Danaher's quickly become a lot of Brisbane Lions fans' favourites, which is yeah, interesting. Yeah. Good to see him playing consistent footy too. It's good for the game in general, isn't it? Yeah. 
Good on you, Ruben. Thanks for the chat, as always. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. if there's anybody else who wants to call and talk footy with me on the Kids Edition. What's on for the weekend, Ruben? Are you still there? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, how, how do you get out and enjoy your footy? Have a kick uh, or I what's like on? To, I, I, don't, I don't play football because I had a major concussion last year. Oh, um, sorry to hear. I hope you I hope you've fully recovered and sounds like you're still yeah, able to enjoy your footy through other way. Yeah, but recently uh, my friend bought uh, a footy set for my birthday. So like footy goalposts that I can put in the backyard. Oh, awesome. So I can hit, hit that. Yeah, so That's that, great. That Have really you ever good. thought about taking up umpiring? No, I haven't really. I know a few kids who got injured or weren't allowed to play for different reasons and they went down the umpiring path as a way to still get out there and run around and get amongst it and be a part of the game. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know. I, I, I play basketball as a sport. Oh, as well. very good. So you're still, still getting plenty of sport in, which is awesome. Yep. Good on you, Ruben. Ruben from all the way in Darwin, who's one of our favourites here on the Kids Edition, always up for a chat and provides plenty to talk about i liked your traditions too they were beauties still looking forward to that photo of your dad in the st kilda jumper as well and if you can get a little video of mum's rendition of the eric hipwood song that'd be good (laughs) news now and then we're going to talk to jake lever on the other side the kids edition with daisy pierce Brought to you by the Booster Tag, a new safety icon for kids under 145 centimetres tall. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. We've been talking traditions and rituals. Is there anything funny that your family do surrounding footy? It all started because Olive told us about her donut deal that every time Josh Dacos kicks a goal, she gets a donut. Three donuts, three goals. Five goals, five donuts. That's how it works. If you've got one, one three hundred seven three six seven three six to call and share it or send it through on the text. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Well, we're very, very lucky on the kids edition this week because we have been joined by the chief of the best defence in the land. It's Jake Lever from the D's. Good morning, Jake. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dave. The chief. I don't mind it. well we're going to go with that that's what you're known as here on the kids kids edition from this point forward where do we find you jake are you still in sydney uh no no we actually uh pretty good for uh, us we actually got the opportunity to come home um do we do play up in sydney again now with the big freeze game um next monday but uh because it was such a big break i think the club said that um, even though we're back in lockdown here, it'd be a good opportunity for us to get home. And um, especially with some of us are uh, in difficult situations in terms of myself and uh, you know, Tom McDonald with our wives being heavily pregnant, uh, it's pretty good to be able to just have the peace of mind to be at home. So um, you find me uh, down the morning to Peninsula at home. I'm sure they're both very, very happy to, to have you home yes, and to have seen are. you. What, what's the takeaway from the big win against the Lions? Yeah, look, it was fantastic, to be honest. I think that um, in the first half, uh, we definitely were just basically getting beaten around the ball, getting beaten in marking contests, getting beaten in ground ball. Um, and then in the second half, we really challenged not only our midfielders, but really everyone around the ground that we just had to start winning more contests. And 
funny enough, when you start doing that, you start scoring and um, it's much easier to, to defend. So, um, yeah, Goody spoke after the game that, you know, we won't forget this game. I think it's just a really important learning game for us and um, to see that in, in the big moments and in the big games, which what we've played in the last couple of weeks, uh, defending and contest is, is really important. Uh, it's a, a great lesson, not just for the AFL players, but for the kids out there as well, that you're never out of it. And even if you're having a bit of a flat game to half time or you're just not feeling it, you can always turn it around. W- wind it back for us, Jake. Take us right back to when you first kind of fell in love with footy. Where did it all begin with you? Yeah, so I was. Uh, I grew up in the northern, northwestern suburbs, I guess, of uh, Melbourne, up in Romsey. Um, and basically, my love of footy started from there. It was uh, firstly starting at Auskick and then... Um, so I went to school a little bit earlier because I was born in uh, the first sort of three months of the year, three or four months of the year. So I, I had the opportunity to start school early and um, I wasn't old enough to play under nines at that stage. But um, I think the club, the Romsey Lansfield Junior Footy Club, what it was known as back then, they, they let me play under nines anyway. And from then on, it just I just fell in love with it. Um, I loved the the friendships that I made and, um, you know, me and my best mate, uh, who still plays at Romsey now, uh, we were kind of the, I guess you could say the best players. And, and we always used to, um, have a little bit of a partnership going in the midfield. And, you know, it's, it's funny that, um, I've grown to be a backman cause I nearly played my whole mid, uh, junior career as a midfielder. So I didn't really know what I was doing when I went back, but, uh, mm. yeah, it's just a, a lovely memory that I always sit back on and, um, to be able to get back to Romsey now um, at stages where, you know, my youngest brother still plays. And as I said, my best mate's the captain there. So it's pretty special. And, um, yeah, I, you know, obviously I've got a little son who's, you know, 16 months old now. And um, I look forward to the day that he gets to play junior footy and I get to go down. And even though it's probably going to be about four to five degrees where I live on a Sunday morning somewhere, I, I just can't wait to get out there and watch him. <laughs> How are the drop punts coming with? Jace, because he's got a, well, we've got about a year head start on you. Roy and Sylvia are almost exactly a year older than your little boy, and we're about yes. you. Yes, <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's not really into the drop punts at the minute. He just he loves the old. Uh, it, it looks like he's going to be a specialised soccer player with the the person that uh, throws the ball in. He just loves the old <laughs> double hand ball over ball over the top of the head and just throws it throws it as far as he can. So. He's uh, yeah, he's not that into footy at the minute, which you could you could probably understand. Daz, I think it's sixteen months. I don't. I think he's just into trucks. He loves these trucks, so um, footy's not really on the on the show at the minute. So he's uh, yeah, he, it's actually quite funny though. He does um, he does like to watch uh, footy, like on the TV when it does come on. He's very interested when I think the crowd's roaring and everything like that. But uh, yeah, he's he, he does love it. So it's great. Yeah, it was definitely our excuse at 16 months. They're just too young. But a year down the track, they're still not overly interested. So that's yeah, all right. That, that's fine. They can that's do them. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, has what you love changed or is it those exact same things, even though now you're at the professional level? Oh, I think that it's probably when you're, when you're probably having difficult times in, in your AFL career, which, um, you know, I guess that, every player goes through and, and it's obviously um, heightened at diff- for different players. But it all, I, I seem to always bring back to that exact point of, of just being able to play with your mates and um, really have that feeling of, um, you know, especially being a professional athlete, 
Um, I think sometimes you're, you're sitting there and you go, oh, you know, it gets really hard. It might be a pre-season session where you, where you wake up, you're really sore. Or, you know, for me yesterday, waking up and I'm super, super sore trying to get on a plane to get home. It's that, you know, the appreciation that you get to do this for a job. And, um, but, yeah, definitely the friendships that I've made, uh, you know, whether that was at the Adelaide Footy Club or, or now at the Melbourne Footy Club, um, that's why you play and, and the relationships that you build. And um, for us, um, especially for me, I, I just love seeing the, the young guys and the people around me do so well. Um, I think that's something that I've learned to appreciate over the, you know, definitely over the last two years since I've come back from my injury. Um, the ability for to take yourself out of it and see other people succeed and just the, the same joy that I get out of that um, compared to myself, uh, you know, doing really well it's just amazing so I think those two things are definitely uh, what I love about footy the most you mentioned the injury setbacks you had a big one in your first year at the D's with the knee but you also did a knee in your last kind of junior year how did you deal with that when you had your eyes on trying to get drafted and professionalism what did you do to kind of cope with an injury because I'm sure there's kids out there that are are missing out at the moment because they're injured and it feels like they'll they'll miss the boat and never get back out there. What? How did you approach it? Yeah, it was obviously uh, really hard at the start days. I think that uh, it was it was super hard because, uh, as you said, it was it was my draft year and um, your thoughts go a million miles an hour and you end up, it's, it's almost like a, you're just down the rabbit hole. You go from one thought to the other and then it's, it's almost um, catastrophic in the end. But for me, it was, it was really putting the right people around me and... Um, my girlfriend at the time, who is now my wife, um, was a huge support for me then. And um, I was at the Calder Cannons and I had a great, um, you know, physio and, and strength and conditioning guy who helped me. Um, so it was probably just putting the people around me that I knew that were going to help me, but also having the mindset that um, I was always going to get back. It was, it was just about taking as much time as um, that I needed. And um, for me, that was, that was longer than 12 months. Um, I think early on when, I first did my knee. I thought, oh, you know, I could get back. You know, I've seen guys get back in nine months, 10 months. And it actually was going to be the grand final at about nine to 10 months in the TAC Cup. And I thought to myself, maybe I could I could get there. And, and we end up playing in the grand final for Calder Cannon. But um, I was just so far off and it didn't really bother me because I just sort of had that mindset of it, it just takes as much time as it is because it's such a significant injury. Um, but yeah, for all the kids listening out there, it's just about not giving up and um, making sure that uh, you've you've got your eye on the prize, but don't put a timeline on it because that that seems to be you know even with my my second injury, it was a similar situation. Every time I put a timeline on something, it always sort of stuffed up, and I didn't really um, make it to that timeline. And once I sort of just started living in the moment and just taking it, I know it's very cliche, but one session at a time, one day at a time, it was amazing how. Um, better, much better I felt and, and how quickly the injury actually did heal. You mentioned, of course, that you started off at Adelaide and then made the move to Melbourne. Yep. What was it like kind of trying to fit in in a new team? Because I'm sure there's kids as well that parents move house or going up an age group, whatever it is, you suddenly find yourself having to fit into a new team. Any advice on that? Yeah, well, I think the first thing that you have to realise is that, yeah, it is going to be a little bit hard. Um, firstly, you've got to build your friendships and your relationships because 
I'm on the, you know, I've always had a very, very strong belief that the stronger the relationship is off the field, I think that on the field, um, you're just going to be so much more trusting and so much more, uh, you know, better for that off-field relationship. So I think that's where you'd probably start um, in terms of, uh, you know, just building the relationship. But understand that uh, there's going to be times where, um, you do feel a little bit left out because there might be some, you know, I think even now there's some old jokes at the footy club that you sort of sit there and you don't really know what they're talking about or something <laughs> like that. But, um, yeah, I think that the, the better your off-field relationships are, and I'm sure that kids, um, you know, I think kids these days are much better at making friends than adults because they're not as judgmental and everything like that, which I bloody love. It's just fantastic. I see kids, you know, you see, uh, you know, even your little one and, um, everything like that. They go down to the park and they just become friends with anyone. Um, <laughs> that That is just, it's just amazing. And I think that always ends up helping your footy. So just make sure you become friends with people. And it's funny that if you become friends with people, they might give you the ball days. <laughs> good, good plan. Good plan. I like your <laughs> thinking there. Talking to Jake Lever from the Melbourne Footy Club. Jake, on the relationships, I, I sense that the relationship with your fellow defenders, particularly the other key defenders, has to be strong. Do you and Stephen mm. May have to know what each other are going to eat for breakfast? Like, do you have to put special time <laughs> into that relationship, given the nature of defending? Yeah, I think it's a funny one. You know, Steve told me he got asked that the other day in a press conference, and, and he actually said that he didn't like me at all, which wasn't very nice, is it? Oh. Uh, but uh, he's uh, he's just it's just one of those relationships, me Steve. We we take the Mickey out of each other, and um, we've obviously grown so much in terms of on field stuff, but I think off field as well, like the ability for us to be able to communicate. We are. To be totally honest, we are just two completely different leaders in the way that we go about it. I'm probably a little bit more, um, you know, compassionate and, and sort of I can see that if someone were to, you know, maybe mess up or something like that, I can see that side of things. Whereas Steve is just bull at gate, doesn't care what happens. He just wants to, he wants to win. And he's so, you know, he obviously really leads with his on-field performance. Um, whereas I, I think that I talk a little bit more than him out there. And there's just little things that we've been able to establish in the relationship that, um, you know, he, he does better than me and I do better than him. So I think that's really important. But in terms of the off-field stuff, I think that um, that's just been sort of a bit of a, you know, that's just naturally happened this year um, and probably more last year in terms of it being in the hub. And I think that the hub was heavily criticised by some players. But for me, I think that have built such good relationships within our footy club. And our footy club love the hub. Um, you know, we, we really... There were some players that really struggled and, and that's always going to happen. But, um, yeah, as you said, the relationships uh, were really built last year of everyone. Because, as you said, I got to see what Stephen May had, had for breakfast. I got to see <laughs> what Adam Tomlinson had for breakfast and Harry Petty and uh, what they did in their spare time and... Um, you know, they got to look after Jace while he was in there. And it's just, it's so funny that um, I think that looking back, uh, players are really starting to sort of see the, the benefits of the hub if we did it really well. And I thought the footy club did it absolutely fantastically. Good to hear. Hey, what is the pregame breakfast? There might be kids about to sit down and, and eat now that are on their way to footy. If they're lucky enough to be playing this weekend, they might want to do what Jake Lever does. What's your pregame meal? 
So my pre-game meal, and I reckon kids are going to absolutely love this, Days. I eat 10 pancakes. So I uh, absolutely pancakes. love pancakes. Ten, ten little pikelet pancakes. Okay, so not, okay. not the big sort of plate-sized ones. If I ate that, I don't reckon you'd see me running around for too much longer. <laughs> I uh, feel a but, bit bitter yeah, about ten, it now then. Yes, ten little pikelet pancakes with just a little bit of maple maple syrup to um, wash it down the throat. So it's, uh, yeah, no, the, it, it was funny. Mark Williams walked past me, <laughs> I reckon, yesterday while I was eating the pancakes and he, he couldn't believe. He, he's been telling all the... Um, so we've got a group at the footy club called the DNA group, which is sort of the first to third year players. And um, he's been telling them for however long he's been at the footy club now, sort of 20 weeks, that on inter- interstate trips, you have to watch yourself for the pancakes. You can't eat the pancakes. And he saw me, a leader at the footy club, eat the pancakes before the game. And I said to him, mate, this is what I do at home. And he goes, okay, I might have to tell all the DNA kids that they can eat the pancakes now. <laughs> Oh, pancakes are back on. They work. Uh, yeah. Hey, Jake, we're going to have to leave it there, but I've got a few kids that probably want to tell us what they're having for breakfast lining up now. But thanks so much for your time and congrats on your season so far and all the best for the rest of the year. Thank you very much, Dave. And also to you and Jess for baby number two, hopefully no, soon and healthy. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, well done. Thanks, Jake Lever there from the Melbourne Footy Club. We're going to go to a quick break and then we've got Timothy, Owen and Julia to finish us off on the other side of this. The Kids Edition with Daisy Pearce. Brought to you by the Booster Tag, a new safety icon for kids under 145 centimetres tall. Oh, I've done it again. I had too many questions for Jake Lever from the D's, so we're going to have to whip through. We've got Timothy from Greensboro first. Hi, Timothy. Hi, Timothy. Say hello. Hello. Hello, Timothy. Timothy's only two and a half years old and he's already been a radio star and he's a big Collingwood fan. I'm going to send you some footy cards. I had some toast. You, you had toast for breakfast. I might have to tell Jake Lever that Timothy from Greensboro has toast as his pre-game meal. Good suggestion. Good on you, Timothy. And go pies. I'll send you out some cards and a T-shirt as a prize. Thanks for calling. Owen in Tasmania will be our very last caller. Hi, Owen. Hi. Thanks for calling. Who do you barrack for? Um, I barrack for Hawthorne. Hawks. Do you have a favourite player? Uh, Liam Shields. Liam Shields. Good choice. He's a very, very good player. And do you play Kick yet? Yes. Oh, well, I hope you have a good weekend at Auskick or you had a good weekend if you've already done it. Thanks so much for calling the show. There's prizes coming your way. Thanks to everybody who joined the Kids Edition this morning. We'll do it all again this time next week. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.